COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC Sativa Pod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor.fm, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And a special thanks goes out to our current Patreons and supporters. Shout out to our friends of the show, Reefer Revolution, for supporting the podcast. Shout out also to Joey One Love 420 also a friend of the show and contributor of, of the show uh, and founder and frontman of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. What's what the heck is that sound? Oh, wait, guess what? Brady McBride is leaving and stepping down from the Cannabis Control Commission. That tyrant that never wanted cannabis to be legal, she's stepping down. She's gone. She's always sided with the cops. She's always been like, oh, we have to think about public safety. Oh, we have to re- we have to we have to recriminalize cannabis in the sense that we make it as hard as possible to get licensed in the legal recreational market and medical market. And then the people that do try to the the growers and the 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 pioneers of cannabis that do try to to feed their families and and provide cannabis at an affordable rate and that um and and try and and want to be able to, to to do this she wants them to be arrested she wants to she wants to re-arrest people even though we voted in 2008 to decriminalize we voted in 20 12 for medical and then we voted in 2016 for adult use but she wants to have task force stacked with cops that are going to continue to stop people that 
um, are, are selling in the legacy market or the black market because they can't afford the honors regulation that people like her champion. And this same person um, supported that sort of regulation to, to, to crack down the quote-unquote black market. And she also, um, when, when this pandemic hit um, and telemedicine was allowed, you know, for public safety reasons, she was like, oh, um, in, in, the, in the board meeting, in the cannabis control meeting, she was insistent on it being temporary. Um, but I'm going to read this Mass Live article. Um, I know I said I was going to take a hiatus, but this was just too important to, to, to not do so. So I'm going to read the Mass Live article. And, um, but I mean, just, just on her way out, she still had to, she still had to be an F, she still had to do an FU to cannabis users by quote unquote focusing on public safety. This lady, this, this reefer madness Karen, okay she she she's clicked in with the cops she 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 she's clicked in with the boys and the gals in blue okay she's a pro-cop anti-cannabis appointee that's that just use this position not to regulate this responsibly and to respect people that love the plant and 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 the plant itself she didn't do that she just wanted to continue to she just did this took this position in my opinion to bump up her resume prove that she can be pro-cop and then maybe take another take a private sector job or some public sector job you know with with affiliated with corrections and cops this was just a come up for this lady she didn't care about cannabis she hated cannabis and she was against it being legal but you know but our corrupt politicians our corrupt governor our corrupt ag um you know, they appointed people, exception commissioner title, that were against cannabis. Like, this is how your politicians that hate the plan, this is what they do. This is how they, they, like, even if your state votes for medical or they vote for legal adult use cannabis, your anti-cannabis politicians will appoint anti-cannabis regulators in charge of, of seeing it and then implementing it as poorly as possible as we have seen in this state. So we've got to celebrate and we're going to read the article. Okay, so this article is from Mass Live. Brittany McBride stepping down from Massachusetts Cannabis Control Commission hopes her legacy will be in creating regulatory framework that prioritizes public safety. Kick rocks, Karen. Kick fucking rocks. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, bitch. It is you. It, people like you have sabotaged this program and have sabotaged what 54% of people in Massachusetts voted for. You've been doing that from the jump, okay? You, you supported efforts in a task force to have more cops profile more people and 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 to continue prohibition even though this state um four years ago 54 percent of the people wanted this legal okay they don't want any more arrests for 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 cannabis in any way shape or form and they they want and we the voters wanted it as easy as possible to get a cannabis license so the cannabis pioneers in the black market um dealers and caregivers would have an easy way in to be able to provide their services which they have already been doing 
but oh no this tyrant didn't care and she didn't and, and another thing another fucked up thing that this bitch did um and again i don't like using that word lightly but when you're a public official you're supposed to do what the people what the people the taxpayer what my tax dollars my state tax dollars go to pay this woman's salary and she wants to use this as a personal come up in a personal way to to back the agenda of cops and to, to help cops and get kickbacks from them allegedly that's that's all she did and 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 she also she um she pushed hard for the body cameras for recreational delivery in in massachusetts um, we're, I mean, we, they, they iron out the regulations for cannabis delivery and through her insistence and through the other commissioners, Reefer Madness, they require body cameras on, on all, um, on all cannabis delivery vendors. So, you know, they can pry into your house, they can invade your privacy, invade your personal space. And this woman does this in the guise of public safety. But this is just poison peeling recreational marijuana in the state. Because who's gonna want their privacy invaded for that? Like I lived in I lived in a um apartment one time where um a couple years ago where there was delivery alcohol there was a delivery alcohol vendor like right like a couple blocks from my house and um and i, w- I would bet all the money in my bank account that there were that they didn't that they weren't required to have body cameras delivering me alcohol which again alcohol the, the alcohol they can deliver to me could actually kill me if i took too much but um with cannabis no amount of cannabis will kill a person yet this this lady this fucking karen decides to use this position you as as a, as a personal come up as a pe- resume patter with without without caring about the plant and and holding the plant and the people that use it in contempt and poison pilling it again recreational is going to be recreational delivery is going to be gutted because people are going to hear that and people testified and the thing is people testified against that overwhelmingly in the public hearings a, a few years ago yet this is lady this karen like oh all right let's read the article written by melissa hansen Brittany mcbride is stepping down from her seat at the massachusetts cannabis control commission saying she feels it's the right time to assess her next steps Quote, I took this appointment to contribute <laughs> contribute to the establishment of a sound sound regulatory st- structure. <laughs> yeah, that's some bullshit, Karen. For the state, and I'm proud of the work that we've done. You you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be proud of it. We have some of the most expensive medical marijuana in the country. And the medical marijuana program, when when adult use was legalized, was was slated to be under the auspices and under the the tutelage of the cannabis control board. But they've but um, they they've done jack squat to improve the medical program. Now now I mean to be fair, now they're they're looking at expanding the caregiver rule, like we have talked about, from one person one caregiver or one caregiver being able to to grow and service one person to being able to do 10 while that's still not perfect it's still a lot better than what we've had before 
Um, and um, and they're also going to be getting rid of vertical integration or and, and, and doing like an endorsement option where someone can just be a grower, someone can just be an edible producer, so on and so forth. Now, to be fair, in, in recent weeks, they in recent weeks and months, they are looking into that now. But um, but our state is still a joke. We only have about 60 or so medical marijuana dispensaries. They charge us over 300 to 350 an ounce. And this market has just been so slow to grow. But um, let's, let's continue. I looked... I took this appointment to contribute to the establishment of a sound regulatory structure for the state, and I am proud of the work that we have done. But after a lot of thought, it just feels like the right time to step back and assess what my next step is going to be. McBride told Mass Live in an interview Thursday, you kind of step back occasionally and assess where you are. And for me, it's that moment in time don't let the door hit you on the way out karen mcbride who holds the public safety seat on the commission which regulates massachusetts marijuana industry said she'll explore her options and does not have a specific opportunity lined up quote i'm really passionate about public policy and i have been a problem <laughs> problem solver and i get a lot of joy out of the challenge of building things building crappy things is what you what you've done which is why this job spoke to me and why this appointment i think really fit who i am professionally mcbride said it it's something novel and challenging and there is certainly a lot of problems that need to be solved and a lot of issues that needed to be addressed so i don't know what the next thing is going to be but i'm hoping i'll land on something that combines those elements You're probably going to work for corrections or something or, or law enforcement or whatever some cushy office job doing that because this this was what this res this is what this control board was it was just a means to an end to to this lady she does not care about the plant she does not care about the people she holds both in contempt and has done so her entire time in an, an exact date for for mcbride's departure is not yet clear but it could be in october the commissioner said she's committed to staying on until the current regulatory process is complete and until the seat to the seat former commissioner Kay Doyle left in left earlier this year is filled. McBride said she feels her biggest contribution to the commission has been the creation of a regulatory framework. At the earliest stages of drafting those regulations alongside Commissioner Doyle, that provided the foundation that that we have built upon. The framework does things that like prioritizing public safety it does things like mitigating perceived risk what perceived risk you haven't done cannabis in your life or you you haven't done it since your 20s and it shows with your contempt and your ignorance of the plant i'm just gonna say that this that framework does things like prioritizing public safety it does things like mitigating perceived risks which i think lends credibility and trust to our legalized market 
The commissioner said she hopes her legacy in the role will be in taking a balanced approach to uh, no a uh, balanced approach that favors um that favors big cannabis business and a personal approach that favors tyranny and that favors subverting the will of the people. But um let's 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 continue. I'm hoping that I helped to ensure the safety of patients, consumers, and employees. No, you didn't, McBride said. But I also hope that moving forward as people look at what we've been doing from a regulatory perspective, McBride continued, I just really, truly believe that by implementing a comprehensive regulatory structure, excuse me, as we have done, that we, we're promoting an industry that's that's responsible and it's it's sustainable and durable and that's really important because the industry in massachusetts will be able to pivot with minimum pain when the day comes that the federal legalization happens i think that that day is probably coming when federal legalization will happen before being appointed to the commission, McBride served as legal counsel to Massachusetts Department of Public Safety. Here it comes. Yep. So, aka working with, with, with the cops and such. And within the Executive Office of Public Safety and Security, deputy counsel to the Massachusetts Senate, and spent seven years as an assistant attorney in the Attorney General's office where she also served as the Chief of Policy and Government Division. She's a graduate of the College of the Holy Cross and Suffolk University Law School. The Office of the Attorney General, Maura Healy. So yeah, this this was Healy's appointee. Um, as you know, this A.G. Healy has been a cannabis opponent from the jump, okay? Um, her, the governor, and the mayor of Boston in 2016, as, I, as I'll continue to say, they all took out a, a, a page in the Boston Globe telling us to not legalize. And when this state was looking to implement cannabis consumption lounges and provide people places to use if they don't outright own their own property, she and, and Baker ordered the cannabis control commission to slow down and to to stop doing the lounges um until quote unquote we get right legalization we get the dispensaries right and up and running but no that that, that wasn't a public safety move that was a i don't like cannabis i don't like the plant i'm still ticked off that you legalize so i'm going to take vengeance um by appointing people that are that are against cannabis that are not going to implement it with the patients and the consumers in mind but again i mean she's she's probably gonna run for governor and you know unless she does a complete 180 on this and a complete 180 on other issues i've said that are priorities to me like health care or um you know expanding the tea or whatever if she doesn't do that in addition to to becoming more cannabis friendly i'm not gonna vote for her i mean i, I won't vote for the republican though that that will run if i still live in the state but i'm just not gonna vote for healy at, because of the contempt she has shown to me as a constituent 
The office of the Attorney General, Maura Healy, appointed McBride to the commission. Again, she was against cannabis, so it shows in who she he, she appointed. And I, I, I hope she never gets elected governor. I, I think she should get punished for the bullshit she did with cannabis. If that makes me, that makes me a deadhead, so be it. Her term on the commission was was slated to end next year. Doyle, who left the commission in May, had a term slated to end days from now on August 31st. That is also the day Commissioner Shaleen Title's terms end. Title's role on the commission is appointed by a majority vote of the governor, attorney general, treasurer, and receiver. The appointing authorities recently had applications open for the governance and social justice seats on the commission with a due date of August 25th. The Cannabis Control Commission on Thursday did not have further information about title seat. Commissioner J Jennifer Flanagan's term expires another anti-cannabis official. But again, I mean, we shouldn't celebrate too much and too long because I don't think the replacements will be that much better. But um, but this still is a win in a sense. So, you know, I, I felt it was important to come out of break to address this. But, you know, after this episode, we're, we're going to go right back. But... Let's continue. Commissioner Jennifer Flanagan's term ends August 31st, 2021, with chair, with and Chairman Steve Stephen Hoffman's term runs through August 31st, 2022. McBride said she hopes the public safety seat will be filled by someone with high ethical standards. <laughs> who brings perspective to the role and is able to work collaboratively. And this woman never worked collaboratively, collaboratively with the with the with the pro cannabis population, and the the patients and the consumers of this state. She did not work collaboratively with that. She she ruled with an iron fist towards reefer madness. I hope that it is someone who picks up the mantle of making sure that public safety and public health is a priority and is reflected throughout our regulations. And I clearly believe that the attorney general is going to put into the seats who, who, who will carry forth the methodology and the philosophy, she said. Looking ahead, there is more work to be done in terms of public safety and marijuana industry broadly. McBride said she would like to see the creation of or a state standards laboratory for text testing, the development of specialized coursework at the higher education institutions with scholarships and more incubator spaces. McBride has been looking at creating a task force to create to address the sales of marijuana in the traditional market. Yeah, and we're gonna. I mean, I, I I tore a new one like like years ago, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put that episode in the description, and hopes it will remain a priority with creative thinking on how to address the issue, with the commission. 
when the commissioners were first appointed in 2017, they shared a borrowed office space and started to build the regulatory agency from the ground up. Today, the commission has a headquarters in Worcester's historic Union Station and is an agency of around 65 employees. The state legal marijuana industry generated, generated more than $122 million in tax revenue in its first two years. McBride said that she feels the commission has put into place one of the most comprehensive regulatory structures of any state with legal marijuana, working with working to address the illicit market and adopting policies like marijuana delivery license. Yeah, and a marijuana delivery license in in which you have to have body cameras and they can just go into your house and 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 violate your space and violate your 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 civil liberties. But let's let's continue. Working to address the illicit market by adopting policies like a marijuana delivery license. Application for the license became available early this year and are currently limited to applicants who have been disproportionately affected by the war in drugs. While the contributions so far have been significant, McBride said she feels it's time for new voices to be added to the conversations. McBride said she she's enjoyed meeting and talking with people through her role as commission as well as working closely with colleagues yeah she meets and talks with people and then she continues to fulfill her personal wretched karen-esque agenda again what what the people say are just suggestions she never flipping follows i would be remiss if i didn't call out the hard work and the fair-mindedness of the people that <laughs> Uh, the fair, the fair-mindedness of the people that make up the commission, and just the joy of working with them," she said. "It, it has been a learning experience, and I will always treasure it." Woo! Yeah, she is gone. She, she will be gone, and she will be edged out in the coming months, which. Which is great. Um, again, I wouldn't really be too excited for too long. We can celebrate now for the time being, but um, someone just as anti cannabis is going to be replaced. Um, is going to be her replacement. I mean, I'm not holding my breath that that um, Governor Baker and 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 Ag Healy have found Jesus and have turned over a new leaf in terms of being pro cannabis i don't i don't think that will ever happen so again we can celebrate for now but someone anti-cannabis that that's just using it as a come up to um enforce a reefer madness agenda is going to be put or appointed and replaced in her place so again i mean i don't want to keep this too long um let's celebrate a little bit and um see you guys next week Peace out, ciao, and see Medicaid, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https 
colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.